Hey, great day. So before we get into today's podcast episode, I have a huge announcement. We are bringing back the Abundant CEO Private Practice Bootcamp. This is a three-day virtual party that I'm inviting all mental health therapists that either want a private practice in the next six to 12 months, or you already have had a private practice, maybe for the last year, five years, or even over a decade, but you want to understand wealth and cash flow in your company. You want to learn how to show up as a CEO and work more on your business versus in your business. Maybe you want to assess the health and the wealth of your current or future private practice to really see if you're on the right path to increasing your revenue, to growing your practice, maybe to streams of income later, or maybe even a group practice. Bottom line is you will walk away from this three-day bootcamp clarifying and understanding your niche, understanding how to show up as an abundant CEO, and most importantly, assessing the health of what you believe is a profitable private practice. So head down to the show notes and go to the link drtk.com forward slash links and sign up for the bootcamp. I'll see you there. Now let's head into the podcast episode. Hey, my name is Dr. TK, and I am obsessed with all things branding, marketing, numbers, and helping you live a lifestyle full of abundance. On this podcast show, we will uncover abundant tools to help you become the person you were meant to be. I am a mom and a wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist working for a government agency and being a professor for over 17 years into building a multi six-figure mental health business along with multiple streams of income. I teach you how to use my top secrets to trade that employee mindset for a CEO mindset, build generational wealth, move from serving your community from a one-to-one model into a one-to-many model, and most importantly, to live abundantly. Will I hold anything back? Of course not. This includes the good, the bad, and the ugly of business ownership. I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic, going after big business goals, having fun, and making a significant impact in your community. Think of this as your one-stop shop to business growth mixed with a girl's night out. Get ready to dive into some juicy hacks to be more abundant and watch me challenge you to rise up to become the person that you were meant to be. This is the Therapist Deserve Abundance Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, and happy Wednesday. I am Dr. TK, licensed clinical psychologist and the number one therapist business coach for therapists. And in today's workshop, uh, we are going to be talking about some private practice tips, specifically three things that you can do to create a time audit process so that you can hire your next team member and or hire your first. And so I want to go ahead and jump into it. Again, I am on a private practice series and I really want to present more information about how you can enhance your private practice, whether that is your current private practice or your upcoming one. So let's go ahead and jump into it. And so the reason why I chose this topic is because I have a community called the Dope Therapist Academy community, and that is our signature private practice program. Um, That's where the bulk of our clinicians come in through our services. And then if they want to learn how to scale, then they will potentially apply for the mastermind that's opened up once a year in the fall. And so with that said, what a lot of therapists are also noticing in terms of barriers with business growth is that 
they cannot do everything themselves. And I've started telling my community that you do know that you cannot scale yourself, which means that you will hit a plateau. And it's very similar to when you hit a plateau when you're serving clients through a caseload, right? You have a certain level of capacity of how much emotional trauma you can hold, how much time you actually have to be able to run a business, and even potentially for some of you have a job. And so when I start bringing up conversations around delegation, of course, trust comes up. People may have hired people. Um, and then, of course, my question is, was it your cousin that you hired? Did you take them through a actual onboarding process? And did you hire someone for the right seat, the position for what you needed in your business versus just trying to hire somebody, right? So with that said, the time audit that I'm going to give you today, and if you stay to the end, I'm going to give you a free tool that you can use to be able to track your time with instructions of this podcast, okay, because I'm going to give you the three things to do. I'm going to give you something at the end, so make sure that you stay until the end, and then I'm going to um, show you how to get your free download to do a time audit, all right? So why is a time audit useful for your business, even if you're not a therapist? Um, one is it will tell you who should probably be your next hire, and you'll see why after I give you the three tips. When you perform a time audit, you also want to know where your time is going. And so sometimes the reason why you can't hire someone is because you don't know what to hire them for. Or probably the number one thing that I've been told is, well, I'm going to be scared they're going to run out of work, <laughs> you know? And so I don't know if I'm going to be able to hire them and give them enough hours. Okay. So again, I will put it right back on my clients and say, well, how did you decide on what position to hire for? At the end, again, I'm going to give you a time audit. So let's go ahead and jump into it. And I'm also going to make a huge announcement um, about Dope Therapist Academy at the end. And it's probably not what you think. <laughs> so, uh, but it's, it is a big announcement though. So don't like skip out and make sure you get these two things at the end. So tip number one for doing a time audit on where does my time go so I can know who to hire and when I need to hire them is you want to decide on what full week you will perform the audit. That's step one. You have to make the decision. So for example, if I knew that I wanted to look at my time as soon as possible because I'm tired, I think I need to hire right away, I'm going to start my time audit today. Now, some of you may want to do more planning because maybe this is the last day of your week or you know that you have not a lot of stuff to do for the rest of the week. And some of you just honestly want to start at the top of the week, which is fine. So choose a seven day period. And yes, I said seven and not five or not four, because even though your work time may be four or five days, you're going to be doing a time audit on your business and your personal life because I don't want you to make the mistake and think that you don't have to automate, delegate, or eliminate things in your personal life um, in order to decide if you need to hire someone or heck, hire a service. And so when you decide on when you're going to start it, hopefully sooner than later, I'm going to share with you now under item one, a few ways to track it, right? Beyond like the tool that I'm going to give you to physically like write it down. So some people may look at their time at the end of the day. So for example, it's Wednesday, right? So I may say if I'm doing a time out of today, I would prefer to actually um, before bedtime or before dinner, I want to sit down, give myself 15 minutes, maybe pull out my calendar and I want to see, um, you know, how much I can remember and when did I do what? And more importantly, how long did I stay on that particular task? Now, most business owners actually think they can't remember the whole day 
And you can't because you're only counting things that you physically see on your calendar. But some things that are typically not caught in a time audit if you're not writing it down is how many times do you switch tabs on Google Chrome or Safari? I can be right now on Facebook.com and then I get a text message that says some, some, some. And then I'm like, oh, I forgot to do that. Then I go log into my payroll company. Then I'm doing the payroll and that triggers me to be like, oh, I got to go transfer this money. So then I log into my bank. Then when I'm on my bank, I'm like, oh, oh man, I got to go uh, make an appointment with my CPA. Now we done got five tabs open in like less than three minutes. And then what you don't realize is that when you're documenting your time, you may write down, I was spending the whole hour on whatever the first task was, engaging with your audience on Facebook, or I can be on my Facebook group with my community answering their coaching questions, right? But that's not really an accurate picture of where you spent your time. You spent your time really hopping from one task to the next, but those tasks do tell you something. They tell you that a lot of your time is doing tedious tasks related to administrative money task. And ain't nothing wrong with doing money task, but make it an item on your calendar. Give yourself a money date. If you want to look at your money every day, set aside 15 minutes to just look at all your money. If you want to set aside time to process your payroll, set aside 30 minutes to process your payroll and that is it. But again, this is just one way that you can review your time is by saying, okay, I'm going to start on Monday and every day at the end of the day, I'm going to review my day. Now, what I would encourage you not to do if you choose that is to wait until the next day because I just gave you an example of you forgetting what happened in five minutes, let alone 24 hours, right? So that's one way to track your time. Another way is to do what's called time blocking activities by potentially using a timer. So for example, like if I had, an, I have another phone, right? Or I can use this phone that I'm on. So I can say, okay, I know on my calendar, I said, like right now, I blocked out two hours for content creation. Content creation includes podcasts, uploading my podcast for my editing team, creating content for like something that's going on with like the conference or something like that. Anything related to content, I need to then sit down and make a plan of what I'm, how I'm going to use that two hours. So let's just say I say, okay, I'm going to go Instagram live from 11 until 1130. Then at 1130 to the end of the two hour time block, I'm going to create content for my upcoming mastermind with my elite coaching students for New York because that's a month and a half from now. I need to sit down in front of the computer, super focused, turn off my phone outside of the timer, and I just need to type out my notes. What am I going to talk about for those two days? What activities are we going to have? What type of hot seat activities are we going to have? I need to put it down. I need to make a plan, right? But when I am able to look back at that time, I can just honestly block out my time on a calendar. So for some of you, it may work best if you do it the night before or you wake up in the morning and say, what are the things that I'm that my day consists of? And then still take note of the things that you're doing because sometimes you just start doing extra stuff. So again, recap the first one under number one of deciding when the time audit would start is that you can either review your day at the end of the day and, and rely on your memory. Number two is you can time block your time and just do things in blocks of time and write it down. And then the third option is set up times and like I said, identify the activity. So you know that you're going to be doing content creation from 9 to 11. That's what it's going to be. Okay. Now, again, I want you to include personal activities and business activities. You may also realize that you need to delegate more in your household before you start delegating stuff in your business. Does that make sense? 
So sometimes as business owners, we're solely focused on, I need to hire, I need help in my business, not realizing that one of the reasons why you may need to delegate in your business is because you don't have time for things, but would, and some of those things you actually need to make time for. So for example, if you needed to learn how to do email marketing before you handed it off to someone to leverage your time, yes, but you still want to know what goes on in your business, then that's what you do. But maybe you can't take the time out to log into a course portal and, and learn email marketing because you're sitting there doing 15 loads of laundry every single day throughout the week, right? So sometimes your household, your personal obligations and responsibilities or lack thereof in terms of leveraging your time impacts your business. And some people try to compartmentalize it and you should really be looking at it from an integration perspective. And that's what we're going to talk about at the conference this year. Okay, so number one was deciding on a day and then figuring out how you're going to do it. Number two, now we're talking about performing the actual audit. So now we got our setup. We're going to do it on Monday. Okay, so um, some tips in terms of performing the time audit. First, I want you to write down in the time audit because it's going to be set up in an Excel sheet, okay, if you want the free download. And you're going to write down or type out the activities that is either your gift or that you do to provide like services, right? So I'm talking about like business activities. So you're going to jot down all things that um, you do in that day. And that can include business activities, scrolling on social media, Trying to, you saying that it's social media marketing and you're trying to find the best real trend music, right? You're still using your time. And time is your biggest wealth vehicle. Write that down if you're taking notes. Time is your biggest wealth vehicle. Why? Because that's the one thing that you can't get back. That's the one thing that also no one can take away from you. No one can take away your time unless our time has expired on this earth, right? And so... What you want to think about when you are doing a time audit also is don't overthink it. Just write what you're doing out. Don't sit here and say, oh my God, it's like five things on here. I didn't realize this where my time was going. Don't try to therapize yourself in the moment if you're a therapist. Just simply list out what you are doing or what you did in the last hour or two or the whole day and move on. You're going to do a reflection in number step three of what you did the whole week. Okay, but every day I just want you to write it down. Uh, also, this is what I do want you to do as a bonus at the end of each day. I want you to journal how you feel looking at your day. So let me be clear. I don't want you to overanalyze looking at your list and trying to figure out ways to fix it immediately unless it can be rectified. Like certain things like, oh, I'm just going to tell my husband to do such and such. That, that can be changed, right? If you could just delegate it. But some things may need to be planned out. Like you can't just snatch your kid out of daycare and say, just take it up to a much of my time. They can't go. Like you got to plan that out, right? But there are some things that you can change. So with being able to perform the audit, I want you to journal out how you feel about looking at all of those things. So I'm going to tell you a little quick narrative, a little story. The last or the second to the last time that I did a time audit, that's when I realized, oh, girl, it's time. This I talked to myself. Girl, it's time to uh, hire a customer service. Do y'all know that I did my time blocking activity? I was doing it. And at one o'clock, I was pretty much done with work. And then I switched to personal, you know, stuff. At one o'clock, I was like, yeah, this is out. This is over. <laughs> like, I need to hire somebody 
yesterday. Okay. And so what your girl did, cause I am a fast action person and I know what to do with my business. I made a job description or I just enhanced the one that I had before. I published the job on indeed.com, Upwork and another website. And I hired somebody in two weeks because I'm not playing. That time audit will literally tell you where your time is going and where you need to let it go. All right. So number two is go ahead and perform the time audit. And again, stand to the end. And I'm going to give you the tool that you can download for free to just use it. Now, P.S., I see some of my mastermind students on here. You already have the tool in your 12-week goal planner, <laughs> right, for time auditing. You know what it is, all right? So don't download it or you'll get the same thing, all right? So number three, the last one before I give you a bonus and the announcement is take action. Review your entire week after you've done the time audit. So remember, number one was decide when you're going to start the time audit Number and, and how you're going to look at it. Number two is start and start documenting your day every single thing. I don't need to know when you did the bathroom or when you went to the shower, but like if you're taking two hours to cook and meal prep, that is your time, right? So number three is take action and review the entire week. So you can do this on Saturday, Sunday, or the following Monday, but don't let too much time lag because you don't want to not implement what you're seeing this week into the following week. We want to start taking small pieces at a time and implementing change. Or if you have a coach, go to your coach and say, hey, this is what I realized. Okay. So in your review of the week, what you may find nine times out of 10 is a common theme of what types of tasks are coming up on your time audit. So for example, let's just say these things came up on my time audit last week. I was editing my podcast. I was writing my own show notes. And I don't do these things, but I used to, right? I was creating the graphic or audio for my podcast for social media. I was scheduling an email for my podcast. I was scheduling a text message for my podcast. So if I looked at my calendar and I realized, wow, I spent a lot of time, like 10 hours working on all stuff on my podcast, that may tell me that I need to hire either one or two people. Either one person is going to be super talented. So what I am also telling you is don't try to squeeze one position into one person if it's not their gift. But if you recall, I said editing podcasts, show notes, graphics for podcasts, emails for podcasts, and text messages for podcasts. That may require me to hire a VA and a podcast manager. The VA, I can train them how to write the podcast. I can create a template and say, when so-and-so edits the podcast and publishes it, I want you to email my team. This is what we do now, right? They communicate with one another. We have two different people doing this. The podcast manager writes the show notes and she learned over time how to edit the show notes. But initially I and my husband were doing it and then I did delegate it out, but I wanted somebody to do it on my team. So again, because I was able to do a time audit and realize in 2020, I'm spending way too much time just doing my podcast. And if y'all recall, I published 85 episodes that year. In 2021, I published like 104 podcast episodes. And so I don't have time to do that if I'm also launching programs, seeing therapy clients and like my caseload quadrupled in 2020, just like everybody else's during the pandemic, right? So, and, and I had a two-year-old upstairs and a 10-year-old upstairs and my husband, right? So how can you balance all of these things? You can't, you can't. So let me head over to the comment box before I give you the bonus plus the download plus the announcement. So great points. I completed a time audit last week and just looking at my time made me push myself to being more present during tasks. So I'm glad that you brought that up as well. That is very key. You may realize that you may be what I call, and I told my mastermind students this, a scattered brain. 
It may not mean that you have to hire somebody right away, but you may realize as well that you're actually engaging in unproductive tasks, non-CEO activities that's not moving the needle in your business. Why are you trying to create an Amazon or Shopify dropshipping store and you don't even have your first line of order in, in, like, in order? You know what I'm saying? If your private practice ain't in order, why are you over here trying to slang t-shirts? Like, it's cool if you want to have a side hustle, but I would hope that you would build the systems for your main business so that you can just duplicate those systems in another business or another stream of income. Does that make sense? Okay, so um, let me give you the bonus. I also want you to make a list, and this will be on that free download, on another tab, like in the Excel sheet. I want you beyond a weekly recurring task list, like in the time audit, I also want you to make a list of other recurring things that you do on a personal or business basis that may only occur every month, every quarter, or every year. So for example, every year would be you got to collect all your paperwork to do your taxes, right? So that may not mean you hire somebody, but that may mean you need to be very intentional every quarter of putting all your stuff in maybe a Google Drive folder or somewhere password protected on your computer, right? Versus waiting to do it at the end of the year. Bookkeeping is something that you should be doing monthly or you should have somebody else do it monthly. But if you're doing it yourself, how long are you taking to do it? Are you waiting until the end of the year to do it? And then you get mad when somebody quotes you a thousand dollars and you like, well, QuickBooks was only giving, you know, charging me $10 to do self-employed. Well, you're, you're wanting somebody to take time to look at 12 months worth of transactions and give you a nice profit and loss statement in a week. Get up out of here. Now you got to pay somebody else for the time that you wasted. So see, some of y'all not, y'all look at investment potentially as, I'm not paying all that. It don't cost all that. I could have easily paid $20. Yeah, you was paying $20, sis, and you weren't using it. Facts, right? So you wasted $20 and you wasted time because you could have paid somebody $100 a month. And yeah, that equates to $1,200, but how much time did you save? If you don't know that, that means you don't know how much you're worth per hour, okay? So, um, hey, Melissa. So Melissa says, knowing where my time goes made me help prioritize, yes, my automations. That's our favorite word <laughs> in DTA because, again, you don't have to hire a person it may mean that you invest in a system. So we just brought up QuickBooks bookkeeping, right? So you can use Intuit. And if you know that you get gas every week, and let's just say you're driving somewhere like your private practice office, or I go to the community to do mental health work, and I'm writing off that gas, and I know it happens every Friday or every other Friday, I can set up an automation in my bookkeeping that says, anytime I go to this gas station, go ahead and automate it and make it for a business expense. Okay, so you can automate a lot of stuff, right? And I designed this week as my automation this week. Awesome. So take a fast action. So as a recap before I give you, oh, so the bonus I said, let me finish that one, is also make a list of recurring things that happen in your business on a monthly, quarterly, or yearly basis. And remember, just because it can take you five minutes to complete, you're not calculating your true time. So let me just bring it on home for you. Just because it takes you five minutes to complete doesn't mean that you should be doing it. So if you add up five minutes times five tasks a day, times five to seven days a week, if you, we include laundry and stuff, times four to five weeks in a month, times 12 months, how much time have you truly wasted? But, oh, we don't want to do that calculation. We're just trying to look at it as, I don't want to spend this money to hire somebody when I can do it in five minutes, Dr. TK. It's easy. I ain't even got to write down the steps. That's great. You plan on doing that for the rest of your life? Absolutely not. So you're going to have to get some of this up off your plate, especially for some of y'all trying to build online courses. What you trying to get? One client at a time? 
You trying to get one client every six months? Is that what you're doing? If that's your field, okay, that's you, but you still need systems to onboard a client, okay? So let me give you the download first, and then I'm going to make this big announcement, but make sure y'all stay on. So I want you to text the word time. If you already got my number and you get the affirmations, just text the word time and you'll get a form. It'll send you to a link and it'll say, you know, what's your email address? So I want you to text the word time to 310-388-8603 and you will get access to the time audit download. Okay. Now just a quick tip, but it's going to give it to you in the email as well. So make sure you check your email is that it will require you the Google Drive to clone what you see to your drive. You can't type on it. So it will only be view only. So don't email me and say, I can't type on the one that you sent me. You can, you have to go to file. It gives you the instructions in the email and it says, go to file and click make a copy. Then when you make a copy, you just rename it like TK's time audit. And then just go through the three different tabs. It'll have a tab for your weekly task. Make sure though, when you get it, you slide all the way over because you're going to see a little legend that I gave you if you want a color code to really see where your time is going, right? And you'll see it when you see it. Then another worksheet will be you looking at these quarterly once a month tasks, like, you know, and then the other tab will be room for you to journal if you want to do a journaling activity in there. Um, so I've been able to slow down to then speed up and start creating, yay, SOPs for my business. Come on now, SOPs, okay? So um, let me wrap up by making the big announcement and then it'll start being dripped out fairly soon, okay? And so um, big announcement. As some of you may know, I launched DTA pretty much at minimum once a quarter, which is every three months, okay? I've been doing that for the last two years and then in 2019, I only launched it once because it was my first cohort. And I really spent the rest of the year doing data collection and marketing research on how to make the program better. And so as I like to practice what I preach, I talk to my community, all programs about making sure that you focus on one big rock in your business every quarter. Meaning, and this is kind of low key, a, a second workshop at it, right? Because I hope that y'all learning from what I'm sharing with you right now. So one of the things that I teach is um, you want to focus on one big project or considered a rock in your business every quarter. And that is your main revenue generating activity. Now, what may happen over time is that you may be focusing on two to three rocks or projects at a time simply because let's just say your private practice is now stable. You have your marketing set up. You know how to get clients when another one graduates or prematurely terminates, right? So you have all your systems in place. And now you can go and add a coaching program. You can go and create digital download products. You can go and open up a Shopify store, whatever you choose, do speaking, right? So, but that makes sense because your first thing is in order. So what I realized this year, and I didn't know it until it happened, I've been wanting to do a conference for the last like five years, right? Like actively on my brain for the last five years. However, I chose not to do it my first two years in business because I wanted to just get DTA off the ground and running because before the group, I was really only doing one-on-one coaching and then I maxed out of capacity. And I realized that all of my students were asking to network with one another because they were learning from me, which is great. But I believed also that they can have exponential growth in a group, which DTA proved to be true because they motivate one another and they get a lot of tips from one another with things that they didn't even think about in their business. Right? So what I did for DTA in the last two years, like I am just blown away at the impact that I've been able to make. So From there, I started launching DTA more frequently. However, when 2020 happened, I wanted to start having live events and then that happened, right? Then 2021 happened and I started having more intimate events, but more higher ticket 
smaller events, more so for masterminding, right? Um, for therapists who are ready to scale their business. So then when we came into this year, I'm like, okay, we're let loose, you know, in California. And I want to get back to having a conference. So when I decided to have a conference, it just so happens that when I finally reached out to some venues, they finally got back to me. And when I say finally, I had been reaching out to them, but due to COVID, they just were slow to respond. And so I'm explaining all this to you, just like the process of me having to make a very difficult, but much needed decision. So I had to make the decision of, do I clearly have the conference in the third quarter, launch the mastermind in the fourth quarter, and do I stack on DTA on top of that? When I look at my track record, what I have realized in the last two years is that if I don't slow down to look at my pattern, look at my outcome in my business to then speed up later, and I hope that you're learning something right now, uh, show me some love or put a one in the comment box if you're really getting triggered by what I'm saying because some of us business owners like to stack offer on top of offer on top of offer. Somebody comes to your Instagram page and then they get confused. They don't know which offer they should even take. And, and some of that is on the customer because they need to read the sales page. They need to listen to you when you're giving the information because I know that I specifically like would distinguish between who should come to a Vegas or New York mastermind and who should join DTA. I made that extra clear like 5,000 times and on the page. So I do believe that some people will see something of yours and then they'll just scroll and pay for it because they like you. Or they scroll because they're like, I've, I've been waiting for her to throw something. I'm just going to go, right? And then they like, oh, I signed up for the wrong thing. But oh, there's no refund. So now you need to figure something out, right? So with that said, I said, okay, I'm already making an impact. So what I need to do is make the executive decision to only have one more DTA launch for the entire year. Yes, you heard me. There will only be one opportunity if you were thinking about joining DTA. I got a lot of emails back on the last launch, like I'm going to join our next one. Or people in December were saying I'm going to join next year when I get licensed, whatever the case may be, right? I'm letting you know to save the date 1st of June 20th, June 20th. I will be dropping something that will lead into a very big celebration, that's all I'm going to say right now, for my 10-year anniversary for private practice. My 10-year anniversary for private practice is in July. The DTA doors will open at the end of August. However, I'm going to go a little bananas from June 20th until the doors to DTA open. So let me be clear. DTA will not open up again until the end of January. I'm not going to hide the date. It will not open up again until the end of January 2023. And at that time, because I ain't done, there will only be two days, like two dates that you can get in DTA again. It will not go back to quarterly. Let me make that clear. So DTA is going to a twice a year availability. And the only time that you can get into it this year is in August. Now, oh, that is not the biggest kicker because some people are like, cool, I know you was launching in the summer. It's not a big deal. You right. But let me go ahead and drop this extra bonus. If you have been following me, my students get grandfathered in to come to any future cohort coaching call, not bonus like CE workshops. Let me be clear about that. 
But in terms of the coaching calls itself, they can come for free. That is them being grandfathered in from students who joined in 2019 all the way up until now. As long as they're in financial integrity, meaning they're in good standing with their payment plan or clearly they're done with their payment plan or maybe they paid in full, they can actually come back to any coaching call. And that's needed because some of them need to brush up for solo practice, right? If they want a group practice, they need to apply for the mastermind. All right. So with that said, drum rolls. August, and those of you who are in DTA, y'all like, oh, Jesus, I'm glad she told us this, right? Because y'all was like, what? Some people were like, it's against me. Everybody who's in DTA now and anybody who joins DTA in August will be the last cohort to be able to access future calls for free. So let me give you an example. If I'm a clinician and I join in August and Dr. TK says we get six coaching calls, That means that the six coaching calls are going to be stretched out like every other week, pretty much like twice a month, just to give you an idea of what's about to happen. And that's actually going to happen like as early as August, right? So which means that students will, we're going to go back to giving students breaks in between sessions and breaks in between cohorts. We're taking it all the way back to like you applying to college, right? But not stressful, right? And so when students join in August, they're going to get six coaching calls. They're going to get access to the Facebook group. Then the coaching calls are going to end. When the coaching calls end, if there's no coaching call whatsoever that month, then I go in one time a month on Facebook and I do an audit on social media and or on on a website. We take like volunteers, right? Um, They got to fill out a form. So let's just say you decide I'm still not joining until 2023. That is perfectly fine, right? But I want you to examine why you are waiting. If you just graduated from school, that's different. But if you just scared, you just need to come to whatever is dropping on June 20th. Okay. And just be with us for like 60 days. That's all what I'm saying. All right. So with that said, if you decide to join at the end of January, you will get six coaching sessions live. You will get access to the course portal. You will get updates to the course portal because private practice is forever changing. I just tend to be adding stuff because my students, we just be talking and I'm like, oh, that'd be good for y'all to have, right? So I'll go in there and I create it and I add it for them. But the last announcement is as a student of DTA, you also get access to replays so that if you can't make it, you can just go back and watch the replay of the live coaching call. So this will also be the last cohort in which they will get unlimited access to review the Q&A calls. Now we do archive calls after like 12 months or six months, I would say, because it's like, you ain't about to go that far, right? Like and watch all these dang on calls. We've seen that data. All right. But if we did allow you to view 12 months full of calls, new students starting in January will only get access to the Q&A portal period for 12 months, which means that you can't wait to build your private practice after 12 months. Be like, I know I slacked. Can I come back to a session? No. Can I, can, can you, um, charge me to come back? I might bring that up later. You know what I'm saying? As a membership, but not right now. Right now, how it stands, let me just wrap up. August will be the last cohort of DTA for the entire year. The third quarter in August is the conference. We ain't got that many seats left. Let me be clear about that too, because y'all been in my DM. Don't wait, because there is also a cutoff date for the tickets, period. The payment plan also expires in like two weeks. Okay. So if you don't want to pay in full and you need to break up your payments, you need to do that now. Okay. But with DTA, you will not get grandfathered into future coaching calls. You will be able to access the Facebook group. 
you can do that, but you will not get me live. You cannot like just be milking me for information. Okay. Like that is for the students that are live or the students who got grandfathered in. So if you in there already, you good. If you want grandfathered in status to be able to come back in the future at any time, you need to join in August. But it needs to be aligned, of course, with your decision and where you are in your business. And that's what we're going to talk about starting June 20th. All right. So again, if you just joined me, I'm going to wrap up. I did a great uh, workshop podcast episode on three-step time audit process. And in summary, we talked about um, why you want to do a time audit, when you want to start a time audit, how do you perform a time audit, and how do you take action and then review your week so that you can make a change, whether it's automation, slowing down to then speed up, and or delegating and hiring, okay? So you see the pinned comment if you're listening on the podcast. If you want the free download to do a time audit, all you have to do is text the word TIME to 310-388-8603, okay? When you do that, you'll automatically be signed up for my Monday through Friday business or motivation affirmations, and they just are there to get your day started. Um, you don't have to reply, but if you want to reply and say, oh, this hit me today, I always love to see those because I do be interacting with y'all. That might be me. Okay. So I hope that you also are enjoying these series of live podcast episodes. I'm going to continue to do them, but again, save the date, June 20th, if you want to learn more about Dope Therapist Academy, June 20th. Outside of that, again, the conference tickets are dwindling away. And just to give you a number, we are at a between a 60 and 70% capacity, which is a pretty good capacity for that room to have a good time and get up and dance. So whoever there is going to be there, they're going to be in the room and it's all new content and it's going to be some fire speakers and just bring your dancing shoes. That's all I got to say. So I will see all of you maybe on the time audit. <laughs> Let me know what was your biggest takeaway. Please make sure that you go and follow the podcast as well. Just head over to iTunes or Spotify, specifically iTunes, if you can get access to it. If you have an iPhone, your ratings definitely help people, other people find my podcast. If ratings are not there, Apple doesn't push it up. Therefore, people, won't, when they type in private practice, I may not come up. All right. So I really enjoyed you today. Have a great day. And I check y'all on the thread or in my dancing reels. Have a great day. Bye. Listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Therapist Deserve Abundance podcast. Now, I don't know about you, but that flew by way too fast. So if you want more, head over to drtk.com for additional abundant resources. And if you are looking for a tribe of abundant therapists like yourself to bounce around ideas and tap into another level of business growth abundance, be sure to join our Facebook community exclusively for therapists. The link is waiting for you at drtk.com. Come.